0: Welcome to a small Cood Street experiment. Back in the late 1990s and early 2000s, I was a reviewer for Locus Magazine. Just to see how audio levels check and how various other things we might do could progress, I thought it might be fun to go back and revisit a couple of those reviews, to read them for you and maybe to add a few extra thoughts. In, you know, first up, I'm going to be rev- reviewing "Lime Killer" by Avram Davidson. It's a book I loved at the time. It's a book I've got very fond memories of, but a few little doubts about. I've not gone back and reread it, but I might. I still think it, it's worth looking at, and I'll be curious to hear what you think of it uh, in comments, uh, should you wish to leave one. "Lime Killer" by Avram Davidson. It would have been easy for Avram Davidson, that great fantasist, to lapse into darkness and bitterness in his old age. After all, although popular in the first half of his career, by the time of his death in 1993 he was almost unknown, most of his body of work was out of print, and a number of large ambitious projects were clearly going to remain unfinished. And he may well have become bitter. Yet it was during that time, between 1977 and 1993, that he wrote one of his finest series of stories, The Adventures of John lutwidge Jack Limekiller* in the tiny South American country of British Hidalgo. A series of tales soaked in the warmth of the South Seas, drenched in romanticism, and filled with a witty erudition that marked his very best work. Now, a decade after his death, those stories have finally been collected in the landmark collection *Limekiller*. Jack Lamb Killer, whose name evokes exotic violence and odd whimsy, we are after all going to be taken down to a South American rabbit hole and into a world of rich strange magics, is an expatriate Canadian who sometime in the mid-1960s became fed up with a day-to-day grind, sold up, bought a boat and headed south to the Caribbean to the tiny country of British Hidalgo. Very much the capable, self-reliant, loner typified by John D. MacDonald's Travis McGee, he's looking for a different life, perhaps showing tourists around hidden corners of the tropics, or moving a little cargo from here to there for extra money, and he finds some of this in British Hidalgo, a country small enough to put your arms around, but he also finds a lot more. With its mixture of African, East Indian, Spanish, Arawak, Carabae, Middle Eastern, and British colonial cultures, it's a place that had slipped out of the allegedly logical time stream of the post-mid-20th century, and is an odd and on-time-bound area where other laws at least obtained. And it is in the interstices, where the past and the future seem to mix, in a country where magic seems every bit as real as the mundane, that Davidson chose to set Lime Killer Six Adventures. The stories, which break down into two groups— one covering Lime Killer's arrival in British Hidalgo, and a second f- focusing on his relationship with Felicia Felix Fox, are, as Lucia Shepard points out in his introduction, not so much conventional stories that follow some ten-point plan for successful fiction writing, but seem more to be a passage of time that has a story in it, along with innumerable other flashes and dazzles that related to the story in obliquely enchanting and curiously illumin- illuminating ways. The opening story in Lime Killer. Bloody Man, originally drafted with a bu- swashbuckling title, The Last Cruise of Captain Blood, is a good example. Ostensibly, it's about Limekiller accepting a charter from British Hidalgo's archbishop to assemble construction materials for a bungalow and ship them to distant Curacao Cove. However, it's not really about that at all. The construction of a turpentine factory in nearby Pine Tree Creek for a North American conglomerate forces Limekiller to look at more remote points of British Hidalgo to fulfill his contract. And in Port Caroline, he finds a world moving to a different beat, unhurried, happily optimistic, but curiously unwilling to help because of mutterings about De Bloody Mon. In the story, Davis, Davidson carefully shows us and Limekiller the local culture, their fears and superstitions, while always seeming to be talking about something else. And it's funny too. There's there beneath the silky tree and whelmed in deeper gulfs than me, takes a step back in time to Lime Killer's arrival in British Hidalgo. A Commonwealth country going through the transition to independence is no easy place for a foreigner to find employment. Limekiller's initial hopes of running his boat, the Sacarissa, as a charter vessel run aground when he finds it impossible to get a license as tourist operator. However, he finds it is possible to buy land in diverse remote parts of British Italgo for a tiny sum, and of course it would be perfectly acceptable to take interested parties to those properties should you be willing to look to sell that land. A comparatively simple matter, and yet somehow it becomes more about local fishing grounds and mysterious apparitions than commerce. Manatee Girl Won't You Come Out Tonight is about another minor commercial venture. Alfonso Key, proprietor of the Cupid Club in Kingtown, suggests to Lime Killer that money could be made buying corn from the locals along the Nutmeg River. However, when when Lime Killer travels to Nutmeg Point, making money becomes his least concern. His concerns then move from commerce to romance in the trio of stories featuring Felix Fox, Sleep Well of Nights, also published as A Good Night's Sleep, Lime Killer at Large, and the posthumously published A Far Country. The stories follow Limekiller's first noticing a gorgeous American redhead traveling deep in the bush on the off chance he might see her again, and their unfolding romance. Davidson is careful to balance matters unusual and supernatural against romance, but the relationship remains the focus of the second half of the book. It would be easy to classify the stories cal- collected in Limekiller as magic realism, but it wouldn't particularly be helpful or meaningful. What they are is finely crafted fantasies, witty, erudite, romantic, that exist on the borders of the world we know. What makes them shine, though, is Davidson's affectionate portrayal of British Hidalgo. Like Lime Killer, Davidson travelled south in the winter of 1965, heading for British Honduras looking for a change, the chance to write something other than the space operas he'd been writing for a living. There he found a country country he fell in love with, and his experiences living and farming in upper, Upper Belize bring Lime Killer to life, Remarkably for this reviewer, who grew up in an isolated Commonwealth country far from London, Davidson manages to, to capture the spirit of living in a distant outpost of a faded empire perfectly. Too often books published after the death of their author are ill-considered tribute volumes, or collections of stuff that should have been allowed to languish on an abandoned hard drive. Lime Killer is something else. It is a book that has slipped through time, a major book by a writer at the height of his powers, that should have been published during his lifetime, but wasn't. It ranks easily amongst the best and most important books of the, of the year, 2003, and we owe our grateful thanks to the publisher for finally allowing us to see it. That's what I said about Lime Killer by uh, Avram Davidson in the November 2003 issue of *Locus* Magazine. I haven't much changed my views on the book, though I would say I'm a little bit more cautious about its portrayal of Commonwealth countries, about different cultures, um, you know, issues to do with appropriation, whatever else. I also wonder whether if I were to go back and read it, I might be more troubled by... Mildly sexist attitudes. It's one of the things that you you have to take the time to revisit a book. But I will say this. Davidson is one of our great fantasists. L- the Lime Killer stories are one of his two or three greatest achievements. And you would be richly rewarded if you were to, uh, to hunt down a copy of Lime Killer in a store near you. I know you can get it at, at Old Earth Books, www.oldearthbooks.com. And I think maybe you'd you'd be surprised to see what this old fantasist has sitting there for you. I hope you enjoy. Have enjoyed this little sojourn, Morris. And-